My guest today is the co-founder of IdeaPod, an innovative social media platform where people can share their ideas on how to better their lives and their world. In fact, my guest and I met through this platform. I'm really excited to talk to Justin Brown today. Ready. Sophia Silva is a positive psychology coach who shares with her audiences the knowledge of leading figures to provide a roadmap for people who are interested in leading a life worth living. This is What The Flow with Sophia Silva. So Justin, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So you're the founder, one of the founders of IdeaPod.com or IdeaPod. That's right, yeah. <laughs> what is IdeaPod? Uh, IdeaPod is a social network for sharing and capturing your ideas. Mm -hmm. So you express your inspiration in a thousand characters on the website. Mm -hmm. And we have a mobile app coming out soon for 40 second video ideas. Yeah. You kind of express yourself from a deeper, more authentic place and connect with people on that basis. Maybe get your ideas off the ground meet awesome people, build community, and have great conversations on social media. And how'd you come up with this idea? <laughs> um, well, originally I was doing a PhD in international politics. Mm -hmm. um, Mark, my co-founder and you know, best friend from high school, uh, he was a lawyer. And probably I was driven by a frustration with academia that many good ideas were stuck inside people's heads or in academic journals. Uh, Mark was really frustrated that social media wasn't inspiring enough and positive enough. So yeah. that kind of like came together and from that point it really evolved. Um, the team has grown as well. So every new team member brings a lot with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, now that the website's up and running with quite a few users, the way the users use IdeaPod changes what we build as well. So it's really been an evolving concept the whole way through. Yeah, and I see that. I, I love that you guys listen to what people are telling you and then you like come up with these videos to share that you've listened to people and the changes that you're going to implement. I think that's huge. Yeah, well, there's a hashtag feedback on IdeaPod yeah. that we totally keep track of. Yeah. Um, there's a great story. One of our users, Mark Smith, uh -huh. uh, he got so, he's been there since the beginning. He's posted so many ideas. And um, we did this change to just the, the sort of design layout with where the title appears on an idea. I remember that when you guys did that change. Yeah, yeah. and it kind of like blacked out some of his pictures. And he got so frustrated <laughs> with it because an idea is not just about the words that you yeah. express, but it's about the picture you choose as well. Mm -hmm. And he felt like it was some form of mini censorship. Yeah. And he was so frustrated and he told us immediately via the hashtag. In fact, I think this is what launched the hashtag. And so right away we, we fixed it and you yeah. know changed it immediately. So, That's so cool. the feedback has just helped to create IdeaPod in a big way. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So how what I okay, one of the things that I love about IdeaPod is that everyone on there or everyone that I see on there yeah. is so open to sharing very different, almost radical ideas, things that you wouldn't be able to share on Facebook or other social media platforms. How did you create that environment? Because you have to be able to create that platform very specifically that way. Um, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's a really good question. I haven't really <laughs> thought too much about it. It's definitely evolved in that direction. Um, I think that the whole team, we, we do our best to, to live the values of IdeaPod. Yeah. And the more we change ourselves and express ourselves on IdeaPod and elsewhere from a position of vulnerability and authenticity, I think that that carries through to the community we build. I think and then so. what happens is when you get a small community sharing ideas in a certain way, then more people come and realize what acceptable behavior is on IdeaPod and they realize that it's right. a place for vulnerability. So it kind of like, um, it just leads to, to the same kinds of behavior with the new users that come on and culture starts to build. Yeah, and well, it starts from you guys. Obviously, that's the way that you are. So it just 
you didn't even do it intentionally. Yeah, but also also the first batch of users that, that have stuck with yeah. us as well. And, yeah. and you're, you're one of them that's been there for, for quite a while now. <laughs> the chosen one. <laughs> I'm the chosen one. <laughs> one, of, one, of the, one of the chosen ones uh, who, who's beta testing our mobile app for, for yeah, the video it's, ideas. It's, I need to use it more, so we're going to use it yeah, awesome. after this. That's great. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what can people learn from sharing their ideas or, or how can that improve their lives by using this platform and by being authentic with themselves and, and being able to share things that they might not be able to share in other places. Yeah, I think um, I think it's about living with authenticity yeah. and purpose. Mm -hmm. And this isn't just about IdeaPod. I think this is something that we all uh, go through and, and get confronted with at some point in our lives. And that's where, do we want to live with the ideas that are given to us by others? Or do we want to forge our own pathway moving forward, let go of ideas and patterns of thought that are holding us back? And so I think the first step is really expressing the ideas you have, what you think is right, um, what you think is meaningful, and then building a life around the ideas that you actually share. So I think giving people a voice to express themselves is really that first step in, yeah. in creating change in your own life. And you actually, uh, you posted a video I remember on IdeaPod about mental illness isn't real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of pushback from that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's an interesting one because that's a, um, that's a topic that, that's quite um, you know, close to, to me in, in many ways. Okay. And so it, the, the, the idea I shared being that, um, that there are so many different ways that we can perceive reality. Um, and that in that way, is mental illness real? And what I'm trying to say by that is that uh, just because you may think differently and interpret things differently and want to live in a different way, that's, that's a beautiful way of being too. And there's a lot of neurodiversity out there. Mm -hmm. Of course, um, if we're acting in ways that are harmful to others and harmful to society, yeah. uh, then labeling something as an illness may actually help. And that was the feedback I got. Yeah, I think that was one of the things I mentioned too. Yeah. And, um, that's part of IdeaPod too. Like I, I felt confident enough to express this idea. I got a lot of feedback, both positive and probably very, very constructive, mm -hmm. that actually labeling something as a mental illness can be very positive because it helps people to deal with an issue, seek help and everything. So I actually revised my views from the conversation yeah. that, that happened. Well, that's what I like about IdeaPod is that you you feel comfortable to be able to share different opinions or, or things that sometimes we all think, but we're not willing to say it because we don't know what people are going to think about us. Yeah, They're totally. like, you're a jerk. Well, what, what happened is um, on IdeaPod, because there's enough space for people to respond and have a well thought out, articulate conversation, yeah. the conversation was very constructive. Yeah. And then um, we tweeted it out from our at ideas Twitter <laughs> handle. That wasn't so good, right? Yeah, we got like, I, I got abused yeah. uh, by kind of trolled. Yeah. Uh, you know, shut up, you idiot, what do you know? And it was from people yeah. that hadn't taken the time to actually read what I had to say read the conversation and see where I'd arrived at. Yeah. And so um, for me, that was actually a nice indication that IdeaPod, it's a great place for these kinds of conversations mm -hmm. that you can grow from and learn from. But um, Twitter in this case, I mean, I, I got abused on Twitter. You said mental illness is close to you. What, why? Um, my, um, my brother's um, gone through, you know, having OCD and depression. Mm. And um, he's actually one of my inspirations in that uh, the last 12 months in particular, he's just completely turned his life around. That's good. It's really amazing, really inspiring. Yeah. He was quite overweight 12 months ago as well. Yeah. Uh, and he, he made the decision to, I think, you know, confront his struggles head on. That's what you have to do. Uh, in a very brave and courageous yeah. way. 
and he's super fit. Um, I mean, you know, I'm getting photos of him working out in the gym, which That's inspires so cool. me to try and work yeah. out more. Uh, he's, you know, got a very successful business. Um, he's got a beautiful, you know, happy girlfriend, happy relationship, and he's just really happy. Yeah. So, um, you know, in that sense, mental illness uh, has been a part of the family. Mm. Um, and and it's, it's been a real inspiration to see my brother in, in what he's gone through. That's amazing. I'm yeah. glad he's doing better now. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, no, <laughs> of course. It Obviously. affects everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. This program is brought to you by Anaheim Stoneworks, the company that has taken all the obstacles out of your way. From start to finish, Anaheim Stoneworks takes care of each and every step to give your home the unique look that you've been dreaming of. Anaheim Stoneworks. Quality from start to finish. Master Toddy LA Training Center offers authentic Muay Thai training with locations in Bangkok, Pomona, and Anaheim. For more information, visit MasterToddyLA.com. So I know Richard Branson is a supporter of IdeaPod. What's his involvement with it? Uh, yeah, so um, Mark and I have been out to Necker Island to visit him twice now. Oh, that's so cool. How was that? Oh, I mean, it's um, mind-blowing. Dude, that's like epic. Paradise. It's par He's created a, you know, paradise on earth there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the setting's incredible. He's very welcoming. He, he brings in entrepreneurs. He's very inspiring, gives a lot of yeah. mentorship. So he, um, we were invited out to, to visit him and present Ideapod to him. Yeah. And um, he took a real liking to it. He, he loves the concept. He's a real ideas man himself. Obviously. He shares yeah. a lot of ideas on his LinkedIn, Twitter, yeah. Facebook, and others. So, um, so yeah, he kind of gravitated towards it immediately and we got invited back and he goes to the website and checks out what's there. Uh, we showed him one of the ideas written by a user with the title, What Business Should Virgin and Richard Branson Enter Next? And there's about 40 awesome responses, like yeah. really constructive suggestions. And he loved it and he ended up That's writing really a blog cool. post about the new ideas that Virgin should enter coming from IdeaPod. That's so cool. So, um, yeah, that's been amazing. Yeah. yeah. Were you nervous going over there the first time? You know, um, the, I, I, I was, uh, mm -hmm. but what I did was I have a, um, a shaman that I work with to clear emotions that may be holding me back. So the week before I went, uh. I was talking to her about it and she was like, Justin, I get the sense that you're about to go into presenting IdeaPod to Richard Branson and you're feeling like you're less successful than him. And I was like, well, yeah, like, I mean, this is, this is Richard Branson, right? And she goes, yeah, but it's not a useful um, emotion to feel. Yeah. You know, we're all humans. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And, um, and that's not a great way to connect with someone. Yeah. So we, we worked on that. And the way we work on these emotions is you, it's kind of like entering a hypnotic state. Okay. And you, you go back to the first time you were feeling, in this case, like I was around people that are more successful to me. I was comparing myself to others. And then you go in and using acupressure points, you oh. access, um, you know, your different energy zones or chakras or whatever you call them. And the idea is that you clear that initial memory or pattern. And you don't even need to really believe in the acupressure points. It's quite a logical thing that when you access that memory and change it, yeah. you actually change the pattern and the association's gone. Yeah. So that when you're in that situation, you just don't feel those emotions as much anymore. So the answer is yes, I was a bit daunted going in, yes. but I worked on it. And, and it, I think and that helped. helped me to just be in flow when I was on Necker Island yeah, and uh, just, just connect with Richard quite authentically. That's really cool. Yeah. 
So how do you, now that you brought up flow, <laughs> <laughs> what the flow? Yeah, totally. How do you experience flow in your life? Uh, so for me, like the flow state is all about uh, peak performance. I, I agree. Yeah, and it's kind of like when- Although people argue that they're different, my, my friends in academia, but I think the peak performance and flow are very, very similar. Okay. But how, keep going. Well, how, <laughs> how, how would you define the flow state? You kind of lose your self-consciousness. You're you're performing very well. Uh, you're losing track of time. Yeah. You're just super into it. You're in the moment. You're in the zone. Yeah. Is that yeah. how you? Yeah, that's it entirely. I feel like your kind of ego goes away. Yeah. And so you're acting more authentically. You're yeah. not thinking so much. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think your performance increases because you connect with people much better. Yeah. Uh, physically, if you're doing sport, you're going to play much better. You're not thinking about failure. You're just mm -hmm. executing, hopefully, the perfect shot. So, um, yeah, the flow state's really important to me. In my case, as an entrepreneur, it's often in meetings, catching up with people, being in the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. So um, the way I try to um, hold on to that flow state as much as I can is through a daily practice of meditation. For me, I, I feel that that helps me to let go of the ego much more and just sort of detach from emotions. Definitely the, the shamans or counselors, or whatever you call sure. them, like letting go of emotions that hold you back. So mm -hmm. emotions like anxiety and fear and stress kind of knock you out of that flow state. Yeah, you can't get so into it. So when you can chip away at them, I think you're more likely to enter the flow state. And um, I think just generally that feeling of letting go, kind of like what Alan Watts talks about in all these videos all the time, which yeah. are all over the web. Just letting go of, of attachment is, is really important for it. I, I Yeah, and there's no way you can get into flow if, if you're attached to something or if you're in an anxious state. Definitely, and, and being attached to the outcome as well. Like if That's you go true. into something with, yeah. I want this outcome, it's just you're like... So, you're, yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't be attached. You have to be doing it just for the sake of doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a cliche, but it's all about the journey, I, I know. the destination. But it's really true. It's true. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. Oh. I want to, did I, did we talk about how I met you and Dave Dilly on Not IdeaPod? Yet. No. Okay. <laughs> IdeaPod is actually really awesome because I met you on there and I met Dave Dilly on there. Yeah. And now you're here in the studio, which is kind of mind blowing to me. Uh, have you had that experience with other users? Yeah, I've, I've met up with quite a few users here and there. And um, the, the bond is always really strong immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I think in our case, it's the... Um, like I knew that we'd get along from your interest in positive psychology. Yeah. And of course you've shared um, good parts of your story there. You've been quite yeah. vulnerable on IdeaPod. Yeah. Which really, you know, helps me to connect with, I think the authentic you. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I already know you even before we meet in person. Yeah. And I think a lot of the members of the IdeaPod community feel that way from sharing ideas, being in conversation. So um, there's a lot of great stories of people meeting up off the site. Yeah. Two of our users have built a business together. What? Uh, it's like a virtual reality business. That's so cool. It's called uh, Liminal, which is really cool. And I think there's many more stories we don't even, we don't even we don't know even about know. it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I hope people will share them on there. Yeah. There should be like a hashtag of like, what would it be of like people meeting on IdeaPod and doing cool things. That's a really good idea. That would be cool. That's what we should launch. Yeah. See, oh, I love IdeaPod. <laughs> there's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> that, that should be our capture that we do. Okay. Right? Um, is actually launching that hashtag. Okay, we're gonna do that. Yeah, like IdeaPod meetings. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. I think a lot of great things are gonna come out of this. Yeah, They awesome. already are, yeah. Awesome, <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> if you like the show, please subscribe to my channel, Sophia Silva, and follow me on Instagram or hit like on my Facebook page, and thank you for watching.